Alrighty, Miss Kayla Rose of Skinny Dipping, welcome to the My Monday Mood podcast. How are we feeling today? I'm feeling so good. We just recorded an episode for Skinny Dipping with you on it, and it was absolutely epic. And I just loved talking about like no longer playing small. And I feel like we're going through such similar chapters right now. And I just find it so interesting because collectively collectively we all are going through the same thing like everyone around me is going through this similar theme of just like really stepping into their power and getting excited about life and it's just a beautiful chapter to see because I feel like the past couple years collectively as a collective we've been going through it Mm -hmm. and healing deeply so it was just so good to have that conversation and so nice to know that you're also going through that because I'm like let's get on this train together like choo choo we're going to the get excited about life life yeah (laughs) don't you feel like this next chapter is literally gonna be the next the best chapter yet like I feel it in my bones like I'm so ready for it I'm literally so ready for it and I've been ready for it like I just had this moment where I was like wow I've been trapped in my own suffering and almost in this pattern of identifying with my healing and I think that is a beautiful journey to be on and to really dive deep into the shadow work is such a necessary part of healing but I feel like I've really done the work and I really have dove dove deep and felt my feelings and I'm like okay now I'm ready to reap the rewards of that work and to truly feel like this is my life and I and I, I want it to feel good right like, I want it to feel good I want to wake up and I want to I want to feel fulfilled and I want to feel joyful and I want to feel excited so mm-hmm. I'm it is going to be the best chapter yet I'm so ready for summer it's summer energy baby dude I'm so ready and I feel you on reaping the re- rewards of healing because we are not supposed to be healing our entire lives like obviously we're always going to be healing from something and working on ourselves but like I feel like lately that can take over my identity and Mm. I don't want it to ever feel that way like balance is so important to me so when I feel like I'm kind of just like overstepping it I I have to take a step back and be like okay like yes I'm working on myself and I'm healing from the things I'm going through but also I want to have fun and I want to not care and I want to just like right vibe (laughs) yeah literally we're like 23 24 right yeah I'm just like I don't want to take it so seriously like I've been out here taking life so seriously so damn seriously and I'm just like what is the fun in that like I'm all in my inner child lately and we we were talking about that before we started the pod because I really feel like this is the era that I'm in like I was really in my sad girl era and when I go back to my inner child I'm like damn she just wanted to dance and perform and sing and and play and be with her friends and I'm like that's who I am and my core is this like little fiery Aries who wants to just be and exist and I've just been taking things seriously which I feel like as pendulums do you swing from one extreme to the other and I feel like in high school I was very much so like toxically positive like I didn't want to face my hard emotions so it was about time that I really dove deep into them and really felt the sadness uh and grief of certain areas of my life and and really like mourning who I used to be and really facing my struggle with anxiety it was time for me to dive deep and that's what I've been doing like the last three to four years on my mental health and spiritual journey and now I'm like okay the pendulum is swung all the way from one side to all the way to the other. So hopefully this time it'll find more of a little bit of a balance. But mm-hmm. I know that I'm more so on the side of like excitement, free flowing, not taking things too seriously, but also in a way that's conscious and intentional. And I'm not going to ignore my feelings when they come up, but I'm also not going to fixate on them any longer because that 
I just don't need to intellectualize my healing journey anymore and fixate on it because what I put my energy towards, like that's going to grow. And like, I've just been, I've been putting my energy towards my suffering, to be honest. And I'm ready to put my energy towards my joy, my business, my excitement, my relationships. So let's fucking go. Dude. Okay. Wait, can I swear on here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I'm so happy you're on. Like the fact that this is like five minutes in, I'm like, guys, this is why I wanted her on the podcast because (laughs) she's just so aware. Thank you. And also just like such a business girl. Like just (laughs) I love business for sure. She's a big business girl. She has her shit together. It's healing, (laughs) it's growing, it's doing all the things. Like you definitely inspire me. So I'm just so happy that you are on the podcast. You inspire me too, dude. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. I'm excited to dive in. Diving in is my thing. Yeah, yep. if you haven't heard her podcast before make sure you guys go check it out <laughs> shameless self-plug <laughs> i kind of want to go back a few steps for anyone who doesn't know you isn't familiar with you and i don't even know this answer which is how did you get into wellness and spirituality give us a little background yeah it's actually a little bit i mean i don't know if it's an unconventional story but i feel like it's something that maybe people aren't really comfortable talking about but i like like you've realized like I'm an open book like I'll talk about literally anything and I'm very honest with what I've experienced and honestly I went I began going to therapy like four three and a half to four years ago genuinely because I was like so angry and I would like have outbursts at my partner and at my parents and I just struggled so badly now that I realize it's anxiety being covered up with anger but at that time it was fully anger like I would just yell be like to be honest like verbally abusive like like call my partner names be like fuck you you're a fucking asshole or just like be to my parents just like being I would just like be an asshole like I wasn't being my true self and I was not being the person that I wanted to be I was like I even though I was like so kind to strangers and to my friends and a lot of times to my partners and my parents like when I got stressed out I would I would lash out. I would just like scream, freak out, have have literal adult tantrums. And there came this point where my boyfriend, who is still my partner, was like, Kayla, <laughs> like if these outbursts don't stop, like this isn't going to work. Like I really feel like you need to go to therapy. And I'm a very open person. I'm very receptive. I, I don't really get offended by any sort of type of criticism, especially when it's coming from a place of love. So I was very open to it. And my two friends at the time were seeing this therapist who was a very unconventional therapist. She's more of like a holistic healing therapist. And for the first half of the session, you do different things. Like the first session I went to her, she read my astrological chart. And then we dove into learning tools and skills around nonviolent communication. That was my first session ever. And then the second half of the session, she puts you on the table and she begins to do body work on you. So it's a full on massage. So I was like, okay, I I can get used to this. Like I could come here for a bit because I love body work. I love getting massaged. Who doesn't? So I began going to her, but she would basically begin to do body work on you to drop you into theta state. So theta state has to do with your brain waves. We have alpha brain waves, which is when you're really like on, engaged, your brain's really working. But if you really, and then you have beta. And then if you want to go into your subconscious, your brain actually needs to switch to a different brainwave state, which is theta. And that's how we really drop into unlocking those subconscious patterns. And while you're on the table with her and she's like giving you a full massage, which was so nice. She would basically ask me questions about my childhood. We would dive in. And throughout this journey, she was really my mentor that got me into everything. I began by reading The Untethered Soul. And that's how I first got into learning about 
being the observer of my life and knowing that all these crazy thoughts, all, all these angry outbursts, like those are not me. Those are just things that I'm experiencing, but my true soul is the one observing it all. And that's basically how I got into my journey was through this necessity, this deep necessity to change uh, the outbursts and the anger and the adult tantrums. Cause, and it's like, now I'm at a point where I'm not ashamed about it, but like three years ago, like I would never have talked about this or admitted it. Cause it's like, it's uncomfy and like for sure people definitely can view it a certain way, but I know that so many people do it and we just don't talk about it and we have these freak outs. And especially if you naturally are a fiery person with a lot of passion for life, sometimes that can come out in toxic and unpredictable ways. So I really went out of this form of necessity and working with my mentor, Donza. Donza Das literally changed my fucking life. I would go, I've literally gone to her every single week that I've been on Maui, which is where I'm from, born and raised. I've gone to her every single week that I've been in town. Like I travel a lot, but whenever I'm there, I've gone to her for like four years straight. I probably have paid for her house. Like, I don't know, like, but she has changed my life because she really allowed me to be fully accountable. Like I wasn't accountable for my emotions and the way that I was affecting people. And I really learned how to be accountable. And I realized that what I needed to heal from that anger was anxiety underneath that. Mm -hmm. And underneath that anxiety was more so like this deep unfulfillment and sadness. So that's kind of how I dove into my healing journey was head first, truly. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. And it began to change my life. And even though it was, like, really painful to look at the parts of myself I didn't like, I realized that that is the key to loving yourself is to know and accept and allow all parts of yourself to grow and evolve. And I just realized how much my life was changing and how good things were with my relationship with my parents and my boyfriend and and even in my business she's helped me with my money mindset and how I view wealth and I just realized we can change and we can grow and evolve and all of us have the ability to transform and it's just changed my life in the most amazing way so that's like that's like the long story short of how I dove in but yeah the past four years have been a wild ride for sure yeah wow no thank you so much for sharing that and I think that that's amazing that you ask for help and you know your boyfriend was obviously the one who pushed you to do so but like you could have been like no like I'm you know stuck in your ways Mm -hmm. and yeah been that way but you decided you know what this relationship's important to me I want to grow in myself and evolve and you did that like you made that choice so it all starts with you literally it does all start with you and the funny thing is two years later I turned back to my boyfriend I was like it's your turn. I was like, your turn to go to therapy. I'm like, I'm out here putting the work for like a, a year and a half. Yeah. And I was like, I'm growing. So you either come with me and you grow with me or we grow apart. And that's, yeah. and that's that. So I was like pretty adamant like that that was a non-negotiable for me too was that he also goes – and now he also has gone, we go to the same therapist, which wow. people don't recommend, but I'm like, Donza is such a special human. She's not a normal therapist. Yeah. She's very holistic. She's trained in many endeavors. And the fact that she does body work is also amazing because to have physical touch when you're experiencing tough emotions is so powerful. Getting those chakras released. Literally. clear. It anchors you down. Yeah. And like, so he has also gone to her for, I think a year and a half now. And wow. his life has also changed. And I've seen him become 
so much more accountable. It's really all about accountability. That's honestly such goals, like <laughs> therapy the couple that, goals. No, for real. Like the fact that you guys are able to like keep each other keep each other accountable and like grow together instead of like you know because yeah. that happens. You know, you grow apart because one person isn't willing to grow with you. But the fact that you guys are able to overcome that obstacle and still choose each other while yeah. growing, because like being in a relationship in your young twenties, like. I bet that's so hard. Like you guys said, you've been together for seven years. Like you, you change and transform so much. Like I bet that's been challenging, right? Yeah, it is so challenging. And I think that's why it's so important for us to be on this internal journey together and also both of us be not only in it together, but also in our separate journeys, growing in our own little blooms. Like he also meditates and he loves to like go into the sauna and the ice baths and reset his nervous system that way. And he's got it into that. And honestly, it's so interesting with relationships too, because people are like, oh my God, you've been together like seven, eight years. And I'm like, yeah, but it is not the same relationship. Like our relationship oh, yeah. one year ago, two years ago, three years ago, we're literally both completely different people. So it honestly constantly feels new. So I think like when we're growing in such a quick way as we are by doing the work, like literally doing the tough work and looking at the harder parts of ourselves, it really makes a relationship feel new again a lot. I, I re-fall in love with him all the time. And I feel Aww. like we go through periods where I feel separate from him because like we've grown in weird ways and it's like, whoa, what's going on? Like I feel disconnected from you. And then we get to fall in love again because we're both changing and growing and evolving so much. And I always tell my friends like when they're like, what's like the number one thing you want in a partner? I feel like that's a question like people like talk about a lot. Sure. And I'm just like literally the willingness to evolve and to grow. Yes. That's it. Oh, I feel like that is not talked about enough is like having that open discussion and just like being honest with each other about what's going on in your life and your journeys and like having the hard truth sometimes having the difficult conversations like not running away from your problems and being able to discuss what you're actually going through to help you guys be close. The thing about communication too is it's so tough and if we don't have the tools and skills like how how are we supposed to know how to communicate if we don't know how to communicate? I don't know, like a technique. I'll give a good actionable technique right now just because it's coming to my head and I love sharing the actionable techniques that I learned in therapy. Yes. Is this technique called anything but anger. And obviously, like I said before, this was something I really needed because I could be an angry girl sometimes. The funny <laughs> thing is like I'm literally... I not to like I think I'm really sweet like I'm no I can't picture you angry <laughs> like I I literally have just met her today you guys but we've been Instagram friends for like a year yeah. but like still like I'm just like no I can I kind of want to see you angry <laughs> I can be a bitch no and my good friends know too like I'm the type of person that like if we're out at a club or something and a guy's hitting on my friends I'll literally look at them and be like can't you see you're fucking annoying her like get the fuck out of here like I can be the biggest bitch you but I pull that out yeah, I honestly am really sweet and kind, but if someone is not deserving of that, like, I know sympathy. I will, like, rip somebody apart, like, truly. Like, no, it's actually kind of it. bad. I no, it's it. not bad, though, and I like that about myself, yeah. but I never want to take out my stress and my anxiety on my partner, and that was the problem. I like that fiery part of myself that You know comes when to out. bring it out. I think it's really important. I'm happy. I love to stand up for myself. I love to stand up for my friends. I feel like that's a very powerful tool to have. And I'm grateful that I have the ability to speak my truth, clear out my throat chakra, and just really <laughs> like speak what I need to say. But what was happening was I was like taking the sadness or the anxiety and 
masking it with Mm. the upset or the irritation or the adult tantrum or the frustration, all these different ways that it would come up or the judgment. However, however, I was trying to cover it up. And this technique, anything but anger is so good because whenever I started to get frustrated, maybe the angry isn't the right word for some people, but irritable, that's another word for angry. Frustrated, that's another word for angry. Right. If you're being obsessive over something, like that's like kind of you being angry yeah. over something. Like, yeah. and you have to point out these It's okay different- to be angry. I feel like- Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that word is like, oh, she's angry. Like, she's <laughs> an angry girl. Like- <laughs> Like, it's okay. Can we just stop stigmatizing the word angry. Like it's Literally. okay to be angry. Literally, like, and that's it's an emotion. Want, that's why I want to say the other words too. Because I'm like, okay, you might be thinking, well, I don't get angry. And it's like, but do you get irritable? Do you get frustrated? Do you get like in your head about things? Like that is, all synonyms to anger. Literally. So basically, anything but anger is looking at whatever you're feeling, and instead of reacting, you realize what am I actually feeling? I'm gonna feel anything else but anger. Can I go to sadness? If you can go to sadness first and you can go to tears and you can literally just cry it out and release the cortisol, which is the stress hormone in your body. And literally when we have cortisol, we need to release it through tears. But our response in our fight or flight is to release it through words or physical aggression or whatever it is. Like our body wants to do that in fight or flight. But if we can just go to the sadness or the insecurity or the anxiety like if we can just get to the root of the emotion then we can avoid all the bullshit that we're using to cover up the hard feelings you know like we don't want to feel sadness it doesn't feel good to feel sadness but yet we need to in certain moments and we need to grieve and we and we need to feel those those deeper emotions and if we can get to the root of it then we don't have to cover it up with reacting. Cause I just, I see so many people reacting and that's something I'm really working on is how can I respond rather than react? And such that, a powerful like move. Mm, yeah. It's so powerful. It feels so good to respond over react and, and be in the driver's seat of your life rather than being ruled by your emotions. So that is something that I've really, I just, if I was at like a two out of 10 with like, being able to respond over react. I feel like now I'm a seven or eight out of 10 and I'm just like really proud of my growth, but anything but anger is a really good technique. And if you find yourself reacting, I feel like the best thing to do is be radically responsible for your emotions. Like no one can make you feel anything. Like the second that you're like, you're making me feel this way. It's like, okay, well, the emotions come from the inside. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? So totally that radical responsibility frees you truly. I love that so much. And like I said, it seems like you are just very aware of like yourself and your emotions. And like you, in order to be aware of that, like you have to do the work and you have to take responsibility of your life, you know, Mm. and it's not easy to do. But once you're in charge of that and you're like, nope, I'm in the driver's seat. Like I'm feeling this type of way. I'll feel my feelings, whatever. I'll react in the way I need to, whatever. But, um, just taking control of that and knowing that you are in the driver's seat is like so powerful. It feels so good. And that's why it's so good to have friends or like a therapist or somebody in your life who can call you out on your bullshit. Like to have people in your life who can really hold you accountable also is so powerful. Cause I know that sometimes I get a little, a little lost in the sauce and when we feel emotions, they, they feel so real. And sometimes it's just so important to have people like my therapist or my boyfriend or my mom or somebody to bring me back to reality and be like, remember who the fuck you are like you are kind you're brilliant like you are intelligent like you got this like we don't we don't need to cover it up with all this controlling energy or all this angry energy or all this 
I know I feel like controlling is also a big thing that I've struggled with like I feel like I used to have a death grip on life and now I'm like deeper in the surrender and the flow and yeah I feel like it just takes practice truly conscious practice and intention for real do you ever catch yourself like when you feel like you're spiraling and you feel like kind of you're going down like maybe some paths that your past self would have to Mm. cope over a situation like how would you say you try to avoid those unhealthy habits and things that you were trying to get out of yeah definitely that is like such a good question because I love a good process like we love a good three-step process Mm -hmm. and the first thing that I'm gonna say is name it like naming what's happening and calling yourself out and saying it out loud is so powerful because you're registering to your brain that you know what's going on you are no longer just being submissive to this like wave of emotion that's coming over you or or whatever your old past self would have done and then the next thing I do is the second thing is a pattern interrupt so pattern interrupts are super important in the brain because they they give our brain a break and it almost tricks ourselves into not going back to that past pattern Mm -hmm. because patterns want to repeat themselves and we are just habitual beings who go back to what's familiar yeah Mm -hmm. we of course when something is familiar when something is predictable our brain sees it as safe our evolutionary brain sees it as safe and therefore we will go back to what is familiar and what is what is familiar and what is predictable every single time rather than what is better for us yeah It's like crazy. So to pattern interrupt is so important. I love to pattern interrupt by calling a friend, taking an ice cold shower, or maybe like filling up a bowl of ice and like dipping my face in it if I don't want to take a full shower. Or maybe going to the gym, doing an intense workout, like getting the energy out of my body is literally everything. Anything that I can do to just distract my brain for a moment so that I can separate myself from the situation and gain a more zoomed out perspective of it so first I would say name it second I would say pattern interrupt do one of those things to like literally separate yourself from the situation and then three is like act different like you just have to be like what would my highest self do like how how would I how would I rather be like, how would I rather act? How would I rather respond in this situation? Because deep down, you know, and deep down, you can choose that. And life is all about conscious and intentional choices. And sometimes we need to remove ourselves from the situation for a second. That's why the pattern interrupt is so powerful. Because when you're in it, you're in it. You can't see past it. But once you get out of it, come back to it. Think, how can I respond differently this time? Because if you want different, you need to act different. I love that so much. You guys better be writing these down like I'm gonna yes. re-listen to this episode and next time I'm like feeling like I'm spiraling and wanting to do something I know I shouldn't do <laughs> um pattern interrupting I love yeah. that so much and even just like a deep breath like oh yeah oh a like, deep breath is like sit still for a sec yeah no literally you need to do breathing is so powerful and taking a pause like now if I start to get heated with my partner and he get, can get heated too like we can just, if we start to get like irritable at each other like literally we'll just be like okay we need to take a temp we need to walk away like take a walk like walk your ass outside put your feet in the dirt yeah literally put your feet in the ground ground your energy that is so powerful like touch some nature literally touch some grass please (laughs) like that's me to myself all the time that's how i feel when i'm hungover the next day i'm like i need to go touch some grass (laughs) literally literally and that's the other thing Nature's healing yeah nature is so healing And also, like, love being in my, like, you know, party girl moment era, but I also just, like, know that 
things. I don't know. I need to, I need to make sure I do the upkeep on my mental health. And that also helps me respond better. Like if I'm doing my meditation, honestly, alcohol makes me pretty irritable the days afterwards. So I'm just like conscious of what I'm consuming and what I'm doing in my life. And that, I don't know. I I saw this quote and I feel like it's going around Instagram a lot. And it's like the real win is like a calm nervous system. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I've seen that. Yeah. 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 Or like whatever it is. I don't know if that's so the true quote. though. Why it is, is it so true? It is. It really is. And like is. knowing how to regulate it. And like, like you said, your boyfriend knows how he regulates his nervous system. Like goes like, literally, I, I will not settle for anything. <laughs> literally girls. Do not, like, like if he doesn't humans, know how to yeah. regulate his nervous system, I don't want him. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Honestly. Cause like, yeah, no. And having a partner who's also down to inspire you and do the damn thing with you is is important for me. It's a non-negotiable. I'm just like, I'm going all the way up, baby. I'm going all the way to the top. So it's like, we. I'm happy for us to go together, but nothing that's going to hold me back from that for sure. Like being ha- putting the spotlight on you is so important. And we talked about that in our episode, like stop playing small and putting the spotlight back on you. So you guys can go listen to that episode if you want that there because you had so much good insight on that. But just in general, like, Yeah, I just, I don't know. Don't settle for less. Like, it's your life, baby. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love that so much. And I'm like, why do you think I'm still single? Why do you think I'm As you should be. Yeah, no. Like I said to you in the beginning, I was like, yeah, I've been in a relationship for a long time. But it was, if it wasn't this person, I would 100% be single. There are no, I, I have not met anyone that has, I mean, like, I've met people where I'm like, oh, you're cute. Like, I think you're cute. Like, little crushy crush, like, being physically attracted to someone. But never have I met someone where I'm like, yeah, you're up to the standard. Like, I feel like. And that's rare. Yeah. Like, when you have that, like, why would you let that go? You exactly. Know? The grass is greener where you water it, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I love that so much. This is so fun. I love this. No, I love this, too. <laughs> I'm like, can you just move here? Move to California. Story of my life is whenever I come, I'm like, I want to live here. I love the people. The thing is, like, I get along with people so much more here than I do in Maui. Like, I actually struggle to make friends at home because mm. I feel like I'm really particular because I grew up in Hawaii. I I don't really love to just meet anyone who's just moved there because i'm like why are you living you're like why did you move here kind of right i'm like why did you move here and you're allowed to say that because you fucking grew up there and it's not like you know like i'm not hawaiian so i don't have like the right you know but i I do understand that but it's It's your home it is my home and i care a lot about i care about a lot about the land and i care a lot about the reasons why people live there and i know for me it's the grounding but i really struggle to make friends i i'm very picky with friends here but there but here in LA, I'm like, oh my God, everyone's doing similar things as me. And yeah. I like, I like see you and like your friend group. And I'm like, that's so nice. Like have other entrepreneur friends. That's something I definitely miss. And it makes me feel lonely in my experience. A lot of the times, like my mom's always like, you just don't have the regular experience. Like you don't go to work and you don't have people there. So it can feel lonely. And I feel like what I love about coming to LA and coming to California in general is just being like, wow, like I get to be surrounded by people also doing the damn thing and I get to be inspired because I feel like a lot of times, like especially online or even in my relationships, like I love to inspire my friends. I love to hype them up, but it's so nice to be around other people who feel secure in their journey, who can hype me up and who can inspire me. Like there's always going to be people who are jealous of you and are going to see your shine and feel intimidated by it. And we yeah. were talking about this. It's like stepping in that power unapologetically, which is what I'm working on right now is literally shining and not caring what anyone else thinks like standing in that Mm -hmm. confidently Mm -hmm. and not letting anyone shake you that is the vibe 
I know. And it's like, it feels so good, but it's also like not easy because also like the people pleaser in me wants to be liked. Of course. No, of same. Course. Right? Libra right here. Must be you are pleaser. a Libra. Libras are the biggest people pre- pleasers for terrible. sure. It's terrible. But honestly, they're also widely loved. So you got that going for you. Like <laughs> thank you, thank my you. best friend, my, my best friend, Kaimana, who I'm seeing a show tonight, he's a Libra rising and literally, I swear to God, everybody loves him. Really? Like, every single person that ever meets him loves him. I'm Aww. like, damn. Like, what does that feel like? I don't have any Libra boyfriends, like yeah. male friends. Yeah, he's gay though. Uh, I feel like so it's a different energy. Yeah. He's like one of the girlies. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He's one of the girlies. The girlies. <laughs> love, it, love it. Okay, so Miss Kayla, what is like your vibe for the summer? Like we're about to June is literally like in two days. Like oh my god, it's about to be summer. Like what is what is the type of energy you are carrying into the summer? I need to know. All I know is all I hear in my head. Because Hannah, Hannah Durant, kept kept singing this every time we talked about summer. High school musical where they're like, summer, summer, <laughs> summer, yeah. summer. And then, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And then the clocks are going. That's what I hear in I my head. That. Like, Yeah, I miss that I'm too. like going to watch it when I get home now. Literally, that's the energy. <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. like summer. So summer. it's just excitement. Like, it feels like 2016 vibes, does it not? Yeah. Bro. Right? I was talking to my friend about this. I'm like, I feel like this summer is going to be either as good as 2016 or better literally no why was 2016 loki so good it was the best loki unmatched why why is it like it's such a collective experience i don't know things are so collective and we were all like different ages too but we all come back to summer 2016 like summer 2016 hit hard and i think i'm just in this era of doing it for the plot like saying yes more i feel like I I just want to be really jet set and I feel like I was taking myself really seriously and I kind of talked about this before but I was just taking myself really seriously the last couple years in my healing journey and I was really over identifying with my healing journey especially as my job being sharing online about my mental health I, I never really talk about things until I've moved through them so I feel like I have a good boundary with that with social media but in general I just feel like in my life it's like everyone would come to me to talk about their problems because like that was like my place in their life and like I or like even with myself like I was just like when I spent time with myself I spent time doing things that were really tough and and, and journaling about tough things and and really diving into like grief and sadness and I think that is so important and I feel like if you haven't done that in your life please do that like have that chapter of actually allowing yourself to feel your feelings because I never allowed myself to feel my feelings until like two years ago. And I remember like the moment in therapy, I'd already been going to therapy for a year. And I remember this moment where my therapist kind of was just like, we were talking about, I don't really remember what we we're talking about, insecurities and things like that. And I felt like I was very secure, very confident, but it was almost this like fake confidence that I was like putting on. And she kind of looks at me and she's like, Kayla, like, you are worth knowing like you don't have to like avoid yourself anymore and I just broke down crying and as soon as you know you're crying you know that it hit a deep spot in you that you 100% felt and I feel like I didn't feel like I knew myself at all and I feel like so many people can relate to that where I I didn't I didn't want to know myself and I didn't really like myself because I didn't really know myself and now I feel like I know myself inside and out so fucking deeply and then now my ego is coming in and getting a little intellectualizing over intellectualizing with everything Mm. and is really 
I don't know. I've just gotten to, into this vibe of like really over fixating on my healing journey and what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. And these past couple of months, I've realized like that doesn't work for me. And it's actually put me kind of in a darker place. And it's been a roller coaster, like up and down, like some really bright moments in the healing journey, some really dark places as it does. Like healing is not linear. But I think this summer, I'm just really ready to step into fun. Like the word is joy, joy, play fun something just like hit the roof upstairs and that was deep confirmation like it was like (laughs) yes the universe like started clapping like (laughs) but I swear to god I just want to I just want to have more fun in life I'm just ready to like be in my inner child and travel and go out of my comfort zone and be social I feel like I was a little bit in my hermit era like really only hanging out with one or two people and I love people I love being extroverted I love talking to people and and learning about people's lives and meeting people and I love to have a little party like I'm a spiritual girly but I love a little give me a drink give me a tequila shot it's like life is about balance and Mm -hmm. I think I'm just really ready for summer to be about being fun and 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 being 24 like I'm like I'm 24 years old I'm literally at this like peak moment no it's not peak because we're it's only up from here I feel like 30s are the new peak 30s are the new 20s we're we're working our way up but I just in general feel like I'm ready to be 24 you know I don't know do you feel that way I feel that so deeply because I feel like anyone who's our age that like starts like getting into wellness and their healing journey like it can really like like if you really lean into it like you could be in that shit for like years yeah And and like yeah I was also in a hermit mode at one point and you know, I had to lean into it, you know, it happened, but now I'm like, okay, like, I don't need to, again, be healing all the time, like, Mm. I'm 23 years old, like, (laughs) I'm trying to have fun, like, right now, I'm definitely my having fun era, like, Mm. me and my friend Lindsay have been going out every weekend, and just, like, having the best time, and, like, not being afraid to make mistakes, like, I feel like something that I, like, ever since I started my platform, like, I don't know, I feel like I, not have to be perfect but like I'm showing an example of like how you know I take these things that I'm working through in my healing journey and how I like implement it into my daily life but like I fuck up and I'm like not (laughs) perfect and like I have to own that too and like I'm not gonna be like this perfect person like there's no such you know it's like honoring that and loving myself in all the different layers and Mm -hmm. things that I'm going through like loving myself and not trying to be this hyper fixation that I think yeah. I'm supposed to be I love that and I love the making mistakes because I feel like yeah even this weekend I was like kind of beating myself up for like going out and being a little too wild and then I just like had this reality check with myself the next day after I was like no longer hormonal no longer ho- hung over and I was like bitch I had fun yeah. that's what matters <laughs> like I literally even told my therapist like before I came here I like had this moment with her where she just brought up something from my past um that I like just I feel done talking about like it just eventually just like time heals everything like we we're talking about yeah and she brought something up that I feel like she was saying to potentially bring something out of me so that we could heal it deeper I do feel like things come up for us to heal deeper but there's also just a point where you have to stop giving things attention that no longer are serving you and I, I, I kind of got pissed at her I was like can we stop bringing this up like I'm like straightforward with my therapist I'm like that doesn't feel good I don't want to talk about that anymore and it's not because I'm avoiding it it's because I've already done it I've already done the work and you know when you bring it up it doesn't make me emotional it just makes me annoyed like I'm just like I don't feel the sadness in me anymore it's just like I don't even want to give this situation my attention any longer and 
it actually was a really good thing that this happened in my therapy session because then I was able to open up with my therapist. I was like, she has so many tools to give me. She does great work on money and business and entrepreneurship mindset and reprogramming your mind. And I like told her, I was like, you know, like in this, these next couple months, I was like, I really have been in it and I've come here and we've worked on things and I've cried. I was like, I want to use the other tools that you have. I want to come and I want to work on timeline we do timeline therapy where we do visualization and we drop different dreams and goals into my future timelines and integrating in that into my brain and I'm like I want to do that work and I want to be forward focused on my business I want to get my bag I want my relationship to be great I want to feel joyful and happy and I'm done rehashing the past right now I really want to focus on what is coming and she was like, a hundred percent, I hear you. And then the next time I came in before I left, we like, that's what we worked on money mindset. And it was just such a powerful, a powerful session. And I got tipped like $300 that night for, I do wedding photography sometimes. So I got like tipped $300 on top of like a literally 2K day. And I was like, let's go. Like, and wow. it just works so quickly, that type of work, that type of subconscious work. So literally I'm completely rerouting where I'm going. And I've communicated that to my therapist. I'm like, I don't want to come in here and be sad girl. I want to come in here and I want to leave feeling refreshed and good. And like I'm working towards my goals. And that's also the vibe of the summer is projects. I'm all about the projects. Like I don't think about my business five years from now. I have ADHD. I have time blindness. That doesn't work. (laughs) Like it literally doesn't. (laughs) Like I can't see that far. Like I see two to three months in the future. That's it. So I feel like for me, I really love to have a project mindset. And I think the best way to put the spotlight back on yourself and back towards what you want in life is to work on a project. So for me, like I'm working on the new season of Metamorphosis, which is going to be what we just recorded. Like I just have like lots of guests coming on and just branding behind it and merch coming out and like I'm having these projects that I'm working on and I'm potentially going to start a project right now for a documentary that I want to start this year which will probably be like a two to three year project but I'm going to start the project of planning it this summer and genuinely I am so excited to work on these projects because I feel like it puts me in my creative mode it puts me in my flow state it puts me in I just love to create to create is to live and that is the vibe of the summer is creation, fun, play, adventure, travel, vibes, Dude. music, dancing. We can do both. Yes. No, we have to plan a trip together. Like 100%. Hello. Also, I can come back anytime. Have me anytime. And I'm going to come to Hawaii. Hello. Thank God. Hello. But you're going to love it there. No. I, I've been to Hawaii once, you guys. I've been to Honolulu. And I got... same. <laughs> I know. It was raining and I got sick on the plane. I was throwing up the whole time. Like... <gasps> was not a vibe so we're trying to rewrite that hawaii narrative yeah and definitely trying to be in my island girl era again yes we love the island girl era and maui like maui is so different maui is a great place for like healing genuinely though like so i'm actually looking to like i actually am gonna go to oahu in july and i'm gonna be out there for the month my boyfriend has plans out there and i was like you know what I could go solo travel, which I was thinking about. I was like, or I really feel like my relationship needs my attention right now. So I'm going to go with him, which I usually wouldn't do. Usually he sacrifices to come along with me on all my journey. So I'm like, you know what? This time I'm going to put my best foot forward and I'm going to like go with him for his journey um, and also do my work and everything else. Um, But like, I just feel like, I need a little bit of a switch up of a landscape. And that's why I love that you went to Australia. Cause honestly, dude, I'm thinking about moving in October just for like the summer. Like literally Sydney has been on my heart. Dude, I haven't been to Sydney. Where were you? I was on the Gold Coast. 
why did I say the gold? Gold um, Coast. <laughs> the Gold Coast. I was on the Gold Coast, and then I went to Perth. Okay, which amazing. Are literally, is it like, like a you city have to too? Go. Or is so, it? So the Gold Coast is more of like people our age, like beach town. I love the Gold Coast. Like okay. I want to go back ASAP because yeah, it's just like lots of energy beach town is it very fun very fun okay cool that's what i need like maui like doesn't really have like maui has like families and little kids and then like old people like there's an age gap Mm. like 20 20 to 40 there's like this age gap on maui gotcha um and also just like the people that move there the way that people partied there i don't know it's just not when i feel like home in maui i think groundedness healing like me and my nature girl era and i'm kind of looking for a little bit more city life so i'm gonna go to oahu in july to the north shore for a bit but also like spend some weekends in waikiki and vibe i don't know i don't know but i feel like yeah you can come at any point that i'm there you're more than welcome okay (laughs) i will take that offer yes but we love the summer energy she's gonna be great okay love this do it for the plot saying yes more i could not be more aligned with those (laughs) as well and yeah we're we have one life we are 23 24 like Mm. we gotta live we can't just be always you know healing literally that's it's that's and fixating on the healing like fixating like somebody um messaged me and told me something and i'm gonna share it and i wish i could remember her name to give her credit um because it was really amazing. I posted on my story that I was like done fixating on my healing and she sent me this long paragraph. Basically being like, if you have a wound and you keep picking at it, it's always gonna stay unhealed. Yeah. And there is this point where you need to look at the wound and you need to tend to it and you need to love it. But then there's this moment where you need to kind of just put a bandage on it and leave it alone and stop picking at it. Because the more you pick at it, it's going to take longer to heal and sometimes we just need to redirect our focus to what we do want rather than what we don't want i love that so much that analogy is like so good right so good and i can't take credit for it i wish i could if you're listening girl thank you i know she's really sweet too her name starts with an s i know i i like don't i just we're mutuals so i feel like maybe she'll listen to this i don't know oh my gosh amazing well that was lit that was i'm like yeah, we had 43 minutes. That's oh pretty good. Oh, my God. Perfect. I know. Okay. I'm going to end the episode with a question. Just okay. a silly, goofy question. Okay. Um, if money and time were no object in your life right now, what would you be doing right now? Like, what would you be doing with your life right now if money and time was not, and society's pressures, like, mm. wasn't a thing? What would you be doing this very moment right now? Honestly, I would probably be in Europe living my best bougie Ibiza life. Like, I don't know. Like, all I want to do is travel. I've had the bug since I was in high school. That's why I dropped out of college, like, to travel. I went to, like, South America for two months. I literally dropped out of college, went to South America for two months, came home for a month, saved money, went to Europe for two months. Like, I just love to travel, and I think I would just literally be traveling the world in a bougie way, like not in a hostile way, in a bougie way. Because if time is, I mean, if time and money is not a is not a thing, then give me a palace, give me a palace, give me. I want, I want the Alex t- Earl, yes, like, I, just I want like, a penthouse, baby. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, um, but definitely, just like literally traveling and exploring new places. I think I, I I I love my business. I love what I do, but I feel like that part of myself is is the thing I love most in the world. Like, I just love to experience new places and see new things. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Literally, I'd be right with you. Like, traveling is the best investment I've ever made in my life. Literally. It's amazing. And it feels so good. And 
And I said this in our episode um, that we recorded, but it's like the healthiest form of dopamine release. Like I feel like I, I, I've done a little bit of research on it. So like, don't quote me on this, but like we find so many ways to create dopamine in unhealthy ways. And our brains are so addicted to dopamine and we get it through our phones. We get it through validation from others. We get it through um, drugs and alcohol. You know, we get dopamine in these different ways and that are kind of like unhealthy or toxic or whatever we want to call them. But traveling and seeing new places and the newness that we talked about, that is the healthiest way that you can give dopamine to your brain in a healthy way. Like it literally feels so stimulating and so good to see new places, to try new foods, to experience new cultures. It's just literally the best. It's the best feeling in the world. And it's the healthiest way for us to cope with dopamine addiction, which I definitely am addicted to dopamine 110%. (laughs) Like, yeah, I 100% agree. I'll own my shit on that one. We own in that one. Yes. I'm dead. Go ahead and shout yourself <laughs> yeah, out. Where you. can we find you? Give me everything. Okay. Where you can find me. My main thing is skinny dipping. Skinny dipping is the podcast where we strip down and dive in metaphorically. Or we could get naked non-metaphorically. <laughs> no, but now I'm being in my silly goofy mood. Now I feel like I'm like on one right now. But yeah, skinny dipping is the podcast where we dive in on the mind, the body, and the soul in order to create actionable change in our lives. Like, if you guys noticed, like, I really wanted to give you some actionable advice during this podcast. I love talking in theory about things, but I feel like, I don't know, actionable steps are everything. So that's what we talk about on Skinny Dipping. You can listen to it on all platforms. And then my, all my other socials is Sundazed KK. I'm Kayla Rose. So Sundazed is like when you're in the sun too long and you're like happy and fulfilled, but you're also like kind of tired and Sundazed. That's Sundazed. KK because I'm Kayla Rose and I'm the host of again skinny dipping the podcast I feel like a really good follow-up from skinny dipping from this podcast would be our episode like you guys just got to go listen to that on so that'll be like link below or something but hopefully we'll release those at the same time I'm gonna try to work that out with my editor whenever whenever it works for you I'll figure it out for me because I like when they when they overlap you know so hopefully it's out now yeah fingers crossed but yeah that's where you find me I'm Kayla Rose the podcast host of skinny dipping you so much for coming on the podcast i love this discussion i'm so glad that we were able to make this happen finally finally and in real life like i was just like i, I just didn't want to do over the phone like it no, just doesn't hit it doesn't hit we were supposed to meet in person. exactly right in person we have so many mutual friends i was like i need to meet her yeah. like asap and we like right. got along so easily this was so fun thank you for having me on dude of the monday course. mood <laughs> the monday mood okay hey. love you oh, guys. okay monday mood so this is coming out on mondays tuesday now Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a little confusing. Well, well, you know what? I might have to change my name, you guys, because... A rebrand? A little rebrand, maybe. We'll see. But we'll talk about it after we Tues- get off the mic. We're out on Tuesdays now, by I'm way, Tuesdays, too, so we can okay. release it the same day. Perfect. Yay. All right. Okay. Thanks. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast Instagram and share this episode on your stories. If you liked it, share it, share it to a friend. I love you guys, and I will see you in next week's episode. <laughs>